James T. Todd is Professor of Psychology at Eastern Michigan University in the United States and co-author of a book on Watson. Some years before Watson's experiment, over in Russia, Ivan Pavlov had famously rung a bell every time a dog was given food, until eventually the dog salivated at the mere sound of the bell. Watson took this classical or Pavlovian conditioning a step further. He conditioned an emotional rather than a physiological response, and this time he used a human being. Not only that, but he showed for the first time that fear of one thing could spread to other similar objects. Kieran Sheehy lectures in child development at the Open University. Watson assumed that young children had three basic emotions, fear, rage and love, and that these would then develop and become attached, associated with other events and objects in their life, and that's how emotional range developed and could be controlled, therefore, if we knew the process by which this happened. They took little Albert, known as Albert B, and they presented him with a range of stimuli, the rat, the dog to which he exhibited no fearful response at all. Now, the experiment was looking to see if they could condition a fear response in the child to these previously neutral stimuli. So that's what they set about doing. And the way Watson did it was to bang a claw hammer against an iron bar, like this. He did this whenever Albert reached to stroke the rat. Nowadays, this experiment would never get past an ethics committee and just wouldn't happen. And even though it's often quoted as a classic study of behaviourism, there's more than an ethical question mark hanging over little Albert. Howard Egith is Professor of Psychological and Brain Sciences at Johns Hopkins University in Baltimore, Maryland, in Watson's old psychology department. The gist of it was probably correct. You can condition emotional reactions to objects. Now, there have been a few criticisms. There was a series of articles, one of them called Whatever Happened to Little Albert? It's looking at the experiment as an exercise in psychological myth-making. And really what the article's about is all the ways in which it's been misreported in the literature. So it's become sort of larger than itself. It has more impact than it probably deserves. Certainly when I was a psychology student, it's in every textbook yeah. you see. and Every textbook seems to have a slightly different yeah. list of objects that he became conditioned yeah, to. Yeah, that's right. So on your computer here, I notice you've got a film of the actual Little Albert experiment. Can we have a look at it? Sure. Here is little Albert prior to conditioning. So at the beginning here, we've got Watson, we've got his assistant, and um, there's little Albert sitting in between them. As you can see, he is not afraid of the rat. Yeah, it just looks quite interested, doesn't it? They keep putting yeah. the rat in, sort of in between his legs. Oh, he's touching it there. Yeah. Five days later, we see little Albert after his conditioning. His fear of the rat is readily apparent. So this is five days later. Unfortunately, we don't see the actual conditioning. He had a large metal bar, and he hit it with a hammer. Over a period of days, he associated that seven times with the white rat. And the aftermath is that little Albert now shows fear of the rat, and they claim he shows a fear of the, of the rabbit, too. His fear generalized to other furry objects, such as this rabbit. Albert's crying. He's crying. Now they suddenly sort of shoved a, really shoved that rabbit onto his lap. A large black rabbit, and he's afraid of the black rabbit. Generalization also occurred to a fur coat. So they're giving him other furry things that are similar to the rat. Looking at generalisation. He doesn't look too keen on that either, really. He's no. trying, to, trying to go away. And here, here comes Watson. Here, for some reason, they're showing Watson putting on and a mask. And a Santa Claus mask worn by Watson. And he's lunging at the poor kid. He really is. I, I mean, it's behaving in a very bizarre way. It's not at all surprising he'd be frightened of him, whether he was wearing the Santa Claus mask no, or not, I think. No, that's right. It's lying right down next to him, sort of getting nearer and nearer as yeah. poor little Albert tries to retreat. Yeah, he was hell-bent on scaring him. That's all there is to it. Watching the film today, it seems amazing that nobody complained at the time.
you've got to remember this is 1920 and all sorts of horrors were going on at the time. Children were treated cruelly and they worked in sweatshops and child labor laws were not widely enforced even if they existed. So in that context, this experiment is not particularly outlandish. The historian Donald Dewsbury actually reports that Watson's experiments with rats were more widely criticized by animal rights activists than Watson's experiments with children were criticized. The Open University. For more information, go to www.open.edu forward slash iTunes U.